You're listening to the Sped Prep Academy podcast. Your host, Jennifer Hofferber, is an award-winning veteran special educator who shares her experience, knowledge, and passion to help other special educators survive and thrive in this profession. Join her and other guests as they share tips and tricks of the trade for the ever-crazy, completely overwhelming, laugh-so-you-don't-cry profession of being a special education teacher. Hey there, welcome to the SPAD Prep Academy podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer, and this podcast was created to guide special educators in their journey to become amazing teachers. I provide you with the support and training you need to become a highly effective special educator. Now, this profession is not for everyone. In fact, it takes a special heart to even want to go into this field in the first place. But once you're here, you realize that it also takes a whole lot of toughness, resiliency, and dedication. But when you know, you know. If this is your calling and you are here for the long haul, then this is the place to be and I'm going to be right by your side helping you learn everything that you can about being a great special educator. Now, if you don't know where your strengths and weaknesses lie, I want to help you figure it out. I have a fun little quiz that I developed to validate your strengths while also helping you pinpoint what exactly it is that is holding you back from becoming the best dang special educator around. Just go to www.spedprepacademy.com slash quiz and answer the questions to find out your superpower and your kryptonite today. That's spedprepacademy.com slash quiz. So this topic recently came up within my district, and I thought it would be something good to talk about on the show because I know that this is happening all across the country, and that it's not just isolated to my little part of the world. As a veteran special educator, I can look back on my career and think, holy crap, I have come a long, long, long way since that first year. In fact, those first five years were pretty cringy, if I say so myself. I think I was still trying to fit into some kind of mold of what a special education teacher should look like based on the perception of special educators as a society. In my mind, I envisioned myself leaving college and getting a job and having my own beautiful classroom with a swing hanging from the ceiling for my kids with autism, brightly colored furniture, loads of supplies and games and real world toys. And I envisioned working with the sweetest little boy who had Down syndrome and making buttloads of progress with my kids, and I would catch them up to their peers in no time. But that is not how it works, and that definitely wasn't reality for me. My first classroom was a smelly portable trailer, and it held materials that I had inherited from the previous teacher that included hundreds and hundreds of swatches of wallpaper samples, a million toilet paper rolls, stacks and stacks and stacks of worksheets. It was a little disheartening, if I'm honest. I remember looking through catalogs with my co-teacher and daydreaming about being able to afford a classroom like the ones in the pictures. And then once the school year began, I soon realized that all of the education and training I had received absolutely did not prepare me for this job. From trying to decide what a child knew and didn't know, to finding materials and curriculum to teach them, to dealing with discipline and behaviors, to having a nonverbal child that I had no idea how to communicate with, to managing paraprofessionals and writing IEPs, for the love of everything, it was hard. Those first few years were so hard and so overwhelming for a certified special education teacher who had taken all the required classes that I cannot even begin to imagine how hard it is for teachers these days who are not highly qualified or qualified at all, really. Many of the teachers working within the field of special education don't have any background in education, much less special education, and the number of these interim instructors is increasing drastically. 
According to a 2020 report by the Office of Special Education in 2017, approximately 6 million students under the IDEA were being served by just over 389,000 teachers, 7% of which were not fully certified or otherwise trained to work in special education. That's over 27,000 teachers who were not trained to be special educators, and that number has had to have gone up significantly through COVID and through attrition rates. You know, teachers are drained, they're burned out, and they're retiring early. So that number has to be drastically increased. The overall goal is to ensure that each classroom is staffed with well-trained and highly qualified teachers, but unfortunately, the national teacher shortage has made administrators desperate for teachers, and legislators have lowered the standards of ensuring certified educators are in the classroom, and uncertified individuals are being temporarily hired to teach classes in public schools to solve this issue. And I say that word temporarily very loosely because there are no certified teachers to fill those positions. So districts continue to have to rehire these individuals because there is no end in sight for these emergency measures. And there's no offense intended for these individuals who are being put into these positions. They're filling a need and we have to be thankful that they are there. But in, in their defense as well, they're not trained to be in that position, and they're struggling just right along with us. And all of this translates into hiring any graduate with a bachelor's degree, and sometimes not even that, to fill an immediate vacancy because the need for those teachers is still there. So what's wrong with this picture? A lot. There's a lot to unpack here. Uncertified teachers have not received the same training and licensing as traditionally certified educators and their inexperience can be damaging to students' learning outcomes. So because there are so many of these individuals out there working in the field who, through no fault of their own, don't understand the ins and outs of the field of education, I thought I would help train them and anyone else who at times feels inadequate to be doing this job, just like I did back in the day. You see, this job is hard, hard, hard. And being a special educator takes a special kind of person someone who is mentally tough, prepared for anything, and has really thick skin. I, I think the majority of us don't mind the struggle. It's the getting into a job not knowing that the struggle will be there and there's no one to help them learn the job. That's the problem. Before taking this job for me, and I, I know the majority of special educators would agree with me that we are not prepared for a demolished classroom scenario. We are not told we will be screamed at and called horrible names. We are not told about the struggles of being a boss to adults or that we will most likely have to figure things out on our own because the general education world doesn't know how to support us. So if there's one thing I can do on my end of having a platform like this podcast, it's to educate. And I wrote a letter to my 22-year-old self telling me what I wish I would have been told way back then. Hopefully this letter will help you see that it's okay to struggle. It's okay to go through tough times. And I want you to know that you are not alone. There are so many people out there who have gone before you who can support you with whatever you need. So this letter says, Dear Jennifer, you'd better buckle up, girlfriend, because you're in for one hell of a ride. First off, congratulations for obtaining those degrees, but they really don't mean squat, and they aren't going to get you far in the real world. In fact, your professors didn't even scratch the surface in preparing you for this career. This job is tough, like real, real tough. But sweetheart, so are you. The first few years are going to be hard because you'll have very little guidance, materials, and support. 
You're going to be put into situations you have no idea how to handle, complete paperwork you weren't taught how to complete, and teach a wide variety of students with an even wider range of abilities. Throughout the years, you're going to cry a lot, like some really ugly cries where you think there's no way you can get out of bed or step foot in that classroom or school again. But you will. You're going to experience stress that is so overwhelming and so exhausting, you'll take it out on your family and friends. You'll lose sleep and gain weight. You'll have feelings of resentment for a job that takes so much out of you mentally, physically, and emotionally. Your patience will be tested and your sanity will come into question. You'll second-guess your career choice on a weekly basis and you'll daydream about what life would look like if you had just done something different. You'll practice saying, Welcome to Walmart on a regular basis just to pretend you lead a life of steady, uneventful boringness. But friend, deep down, you will know. You will know that you were made for this job. God chose you to teach these special little humans for a reason, and that reason is, no matter how much you think you should have done something different, no matter how stressful the situation is, you are exactly where you are supposed to be, doing exactly what you were created to do. And I promise you, the good days will outshine the bad ones. You will fall in love over and over and over with the most precious of smiles. You will build strong, long-lasting relationships with parents who adore you and appreciate you for what you do for their child. You will watch your babies make unbelievable amounts of progress during their time with you. And then you will carry intense feelings of pride when they grow up to be contributing members of society. You will see periods of success, and above all else, you will laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. You'll laugh because kids are funny, and awkward situations are funny, and sometimes the mistakes you make are funny. And if you don't laugh, you'll probably cry. So over the years, you'll choose laughter more and more often instead of the tears. One thing I want to warn you about is that you will become the boss to a whole boatload of different paraprofessionals, and you're going to struggle with this for many years. You need to start now with setting up your expectations for them and clearly communicating what you want them to do. Write everything down on paper and have them sign that they understand and agree with the rules of the classroom. And always keep in mind that not all paras are created equal. You will have rock stars who can take charge and handle things on their own, and you'll have groupies who will need to follow in your footsteps and be given lots of support. And that's okay. Treat them well and respect their unique strengths and weaknesses. And always remember that they don't know what they don't know. It's your job to provide them with the feedback and the training they need to be successful themselves. Lastly, sweet girl, be kind to yourself. You are going to make so many freaking mistakes. Your paperwork will be late at times. You will write the wrong child's name in an IEP. Your desk is going to be messy more often than it's clean. You'll lose your temper and yell. You will forget things. Lots and lots of things. But guess what? It's okay. You're just like any other special educator in the world who is struggling to make it through the day. Don't get down on yourself. Instead, reflect on what went well, what went wrong, and figure out a way to improve. Be accountable for the mistakes you make and strive to do better. Reach out for help when you need it. Find someone who has gone before you and soak up all their knowledge. It's never too late to teach a dog a new trick. And then, when you are confident in your abilities and skills, pay it forward. Be there for other teachers who are struggling and provide them with the resources, help, and support they need to be successful in this career as well. You can do this, girl. 
I believe in you, and I can't wait for you to look back on your career and see what an amazing ride it was. Lots of love, you in 27 years. I'm not sure how many times I have thought through this letter in my head and how many tears I've cried while writing this letter. I know that writing this letter helped me put into words all of the frustration I have felt throughout the years within this profession. The ups and the downs, the wins and the losses, the tears and the laughter. All of it, the good, the bad, and the ugly, are what have made me who I am today, and I wouldn't trade any of it. I just wish that I could have been given some heads up about the way things really were instead of coming into it with rose-colored glasses on. And that's why I wanted to share it with you, so that you could feel my struggle and know that you aren't alone in yours. Together we can push through and become the amazing teachers we were always destined to be. Thank you for sticking with me until the end. I can tell just by listening to this show that you are just as dedicated to the field of special education as I am, and you want to grow into an amazing educator, and I'm here for it. I'm here for you, and I am so thrilled to be able to share all of my wisdom of being a veteran SPED teacher on the SPED Prep Academy podcast. If you're enjoying this podcast and would like it to share with friends, I would love that so much. Just just snap a screenshot of an image of your favorite episode and tag me on Instagram. You can also subscribe to the show and leave a review. They give an instant boost to my ego and help others find the podcast as well. And I'd love it if you join us in the private SPED Prep Academy Facebook community. We're just a small group of special educators and related service providers who support each other and build each other up in a safe space online. If you liked what you heard today and realized you found your SPED soulmate, please subscribe and then head over to spedprepacademy.com slash podcast to check out the show notes and sign up to be notified each time a new episode airs. Go out and have an amazing day and I'll catch you on the next episode.